Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Taryn Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price. Harry's founders are fed up with overpaying for expensive razors with unnecessary features. They knew a great shave comes down to great blades made with sharp, durable steel that lasts. That's why they bought a factory that's been making some of the highest quality blades in the world for over 95 years. 95 years. That's like... Three times my age, at least. Uh, they, uh, uh, Harry's, they're, they're great. They deliver the, the, the razors straight to you in a cool little box. Uh, we've, uh, they've, they've, uh, been a sponsor before. I highly recommend you try out their free trial with the, uh, the Taryn Show code. Um, you get the, the great, comfortable, smooth, awesome looking razor and, uh, and all of that great stuff. And by selling directly to you over the internet they can offer their blades at a price that is much lower than the leading brand just two dollars per blade compared to at least four dollars or more uh and also they have a quality guarantee if you don't love your shave let harry know within 30 days and you'll get a full refund but you don't even need a refund if you get the free trial, get a $13 value free trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. The weighted ergonomic handle, the five blade razor with the lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. You don't want to miss these razors. It's uh, you got, you got a, a razor thin opportunity to check out the special <laughs> trial, uh, free trial thing here uh it's a special offer offer for these listeners of the Terran show uh they stand behind the quality of their blades they know that switching razors isn't an easy decision so they created this offer just for you guys claim yours by going to harrys.com slash Terran. that's harrys.com slash Terran. So if you do that, if you go to harrys.com slash Taryn, you redeem that offer, uh, you can let them know that I sent you and you'll help support the show. Uh, so I very much appreciate that for anyone that is looking for a razor. All right, let's get into the show. He's not human, he is like a machine, making more podcasts than you've ever seen. He was never programmed for a life because the show is the of his social life. It's the Terran Show. The Terran Show. Don't ask if he's single. You already know. Cause it's the Terran Show. A simple name for a simple guy with a simple face. It's the Terran Show. Hello everyone and welcome to the Terran Show. I am very excited this week. We are talking to a very lovely guest. Uh, I've got Peely with me. Uh, Peely, who was on Big Brother Canada 3. Uh, you came in f- fifth place? Fourth yes. Place? I was evicted on a double eviction, so technically fifth, yes. Yes. Uh, vic- victims of these these doubles and triples. Uh, well, it runs in the, the Peely Kevin family. <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> yes uh very excited to be talking to peely uh we met in reno and uh i had a great time talking to you uh so very excited to have you on the podcast thank you i'm very very excited to be here as well yes uh all right so uh peely i think the the first question we should uh we should talk about like uh like where'd you grow up where are you from Okay, well, I was I was born and raised in Mexico, San Luis to be exact, which is four 
five, four, four or five hours north of Mexico City. Interesting. Okay, so like, uh, did was you did you have like a big family? Like, what was it like uh, growing up there? Yes. Yeah, so I had so I have um, nine siblings. I have very very Catholic, big Mexican family. In Mexico, it's more usual to have bigger families than in Canada, especially in a Catholic family. Um, yeah. So I had nine siblings. I have. I have not had, <laughs> I'm killing them all. <laughs> I have uh, five brothers and four sisters. I'm right in the middle. I'm the fifth one. And so, yeah. There you go. Uh, is it, is it, why do you think it's more usual to have so many uh, children uh, in Mexico? Because I don't know. I think it's a culture thing. And it's mostly because most people, most Mexicans are Catholic. Like the majority of Mexico, I think they're catholics and so like family is like a, a huge thing in mexico yeah family is very very big yeah absolutely so uh it was what did you feel that growing up was like uh like like family was like a huge part of your life yeah so like um like monday through, monday through friday you just go to school whatever usual but you eat supper together every single day like mom dad like 10 of us or nine of us i guess it was the time um yeah we all ate supper together Sundays was like our family day like if I wanted to go to a friend's house or whatever I had to eat supper like it was it was Sunday was our family day so no don't make any plans on Sundays kind of thing did you enjoy that or were you like ah but I want to go to my friend's house no it was good I mean I was also younger I was like 14 like my last year in Mexico living was in when I, when I was 16 years old, so how many plans could I've had? <laughs> but I, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, like the random, let's go to the movies with the, with your girlfriends kind of thing on Sundays. And I, I, I don't know if I could have been allowed if I asked, but I was just too, like not afraid to ask, but just, meh, is it like, is it worth it to ask if we know it's a Sunday kind of thing? Yeah. I would just save it up and just don't, I just want to go. What what would you say are like the the benefits of that kind of family structure? Well, like you really you really get to know your family. Like you spend a lot of time with them. Like you really get to visit here and can it's not I'm not comparing, but like in Mexico my parents always knew what was going on with me. Like whether it was a school in my life, because you always had at least like one supper or one hour to um chat about it so they like your family always knew what was going on in each other's lives which is kind of nice to keep updating because like here like even like home in um, Halifax with my mom there's a lot of times that I would I'll eat supper watching tv or just do my own thing or kind of thing so it's not the same communication it's not the same you don't visit with people as much kind of thing. So you, you obviously get closer to your, to your family. Like I know Kevin is very close to his family kind of thing, but I think I'm not closer, but I could like, yeah, closer. Like I grew up closer with him. Like I'm more attached to them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like at this point of my life, I have to, I don't have to, but I let them know if I'm going to get on a plane to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Because if not, they'll text me, like, where the heck are you going? Why did the plane crash? It's like, we don't know. <laughs> kind of thing. I was like, what the heck? You have to tell me family I'm trying to get on a plane? I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> are you really close to your siblings? 
I am. Of course, I'm more. I'm closer to um, other um, some that, than others. Um, but like the older that I get, the closer I get with my older brothers too. Because as a, as a kid, there was five of us with like within an and within a, a year difference. So we all were very. We would get to play with each other, which we were very lucky about. Um, not so much with my older brothers, like when they would go to parties or we would, when they would host a party at our house, like I always wanted to be there and, you know, but I was like 10 years old. So they were just like, stop. But now that I'm older, like we actually get to enjoy each other way more. But yeah, we, we all have a big group on WhatsApp and we talk daily in that group. So yeah, it's really nice. We all get along. Of course, as a kid, no. Like as a kid, we fought, we we did not get along. Oh my gosh, no. But the older you get, the more mature you become and you know, you just get over those things. What was the worst fight you had with a with a sibling? Um well my sister Maria, we we kind of grew up like twins, like we were just a year apart and um and I was always a year behind from school because I switched and whatever happened. So um, we were always like, we always had the same friends, everything. We always share room, absolutely everything. And then what, like, so we, I don't know if it was just because we were, we were spending too much time together, but one day we had a walk-in closet and the door, the, the doors of the closet were on glass doors. And I'm not sure if it was over someone where her wearing my clothes or vice versa I'm not really sure something was very stupid now when I, now that I think about it she was very angry at me and I just shut the door behind her and walked into the closet and she kicked the door and she broke the glass Ooh. so that would have been the, yeah, the worst one I don't know I mean I argue with them but I don't know I think it's a sibling thing yeah uh, so what, what was it like growing up in Mexico? Like, what do you think of the differences growing up in Mexico as opposed to Canada or the U S well, there's a huge culture difference. And even like coming to Canada, like the freedom that I had living in Canada is so it's like way different than Mexico. So for example, in Mexico, you don't, it's not because it's not secure. Like it's not dangerous. Like people, people say, if you go to Mexico and get shot, like all that stuff, you can get shot anywhere. Like it's not because it's Mexico, but the culture, like I wouldn't, hi Kev. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> of course, sorry, you're on your podcast. Do you want to come in? No, maybe. Quick, oh, quick Kevin came, yeah. He says, he says, he says, hi. He literally just woke up. I make coffee. Sorry. That's uh, fine. So, yeah. So, in Mexico, I would never be allowed to walk. I think I was allowed to go to the movies by myself when I was 16 years old. Or maybe older. Like, I, I was never allowed to do things by myself. Never walked to the store by myself. There was, like, a like, convenience store. So, I lived in a gated area, which is very normal in Mexico. It's not like you're rich. No, it's normal. And this com this convenience store was, like, a block away from where the gate. I was never allowed to go out there, like, bike by myself because you don't know what could happen. Never. And here, I would walk, like, as soon as I, we moved here, literally the day, the day after, I would I walked to school. Like, it's just the freedom is crazy. Then even, like, with working, kids start working here when the, as soon as they turn 16, which I think is amazing. In Mexico, you technically don't have to until you're out of your house or until you're 18, until you, like, really, like, financially need to. But, yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of things that in, I think Canada has the advantage of because you, 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 
you teach you don't teach kids but you make them grow grow up like there's no choice like you start working whether it's a McDonald's in Hartz you're going to work you make your own money there's a lot of differences that I think they're so much amazing in um, in Canada yeah did you feel that fear of like oh well something um, might happen well yes of course so like the first time that I was finally allowed I'd be like oh my gosh like sweating and like you know looking around and but it's like it's almost like it's an example of drinking alcohol like the alcohol like the drinking age i mean so like here you're like waiting to be 18 or 19 or whatever the age may be like you're like aching and then when you turn when that when you hit that age you just get blackout you know because you're being waiting so it was the same so like going being allowed to go by myself was like yes like i want to go every day now you know it's kind of that adrenaline that you feel i guess i don't know how but yeah. yes, it's scary the first time. Um, what was it like? What was it like changing schools from from Mexico to Canada? Like, what was the difference in the school in Mexico? Uh, well, first of all, I was a, in Canada was a public school, where in Mexico, I, my whole life, I went to a private school, which is all was which is also normal in Mexico. <laughs> when I tell these well, stories to Kevin, clearly, he's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, clearly, Pili's was just rich in Mexico. No, that's, the, that's, that's totally the... <laughs> normal. I promise. Um, so in Mexico, I wore, I wore uniforms, like it was a private school, we would go, like, it was a Catholic school, so we would go to the church every, once a week or something like that. Very, very strict, very, very different, like, you weren't allowed to wear any nail polish, you know, very strict in that way. And yeah, Canada was like a completely different story. I did not like not wearing uniforms, because then you have to think of an outfit every day, and like, in high school, you know, like, who, what is she wearing? What is he wearing? What? You know, there's a lot of judgment going on. It's high school teenagers, you know, the huge. So I did not like that. That was like my least favorite part. At first, it's like, ooh, we get to wear whatever we want. That's cool. But then that weekend, you're just like over it. Yeah. Uh, you run out of outfits. It's, it's a girl problem, okay? <laughs> and um, and in high school, I believe in Canada, that you can take different courses no matter what um grade you're in i'm not sure if it was just me <laughs> anyway so like it's like more mixed and like of mm -hmm. course there's guys in school i always work i always went to an all-girls school because it was a catholic school and whatever so i wasn't used to that yeah so what what prompted the move from mexico to canada can you tell me like your experience uh, yeah so my mom works with um exchange programs within canada and mexico well, she used to work from Mexico to Canada, so like online or whatever. So she did send four of my siblings above me as exchange students to learn with host families and all that stuff. And then when it got to me, she like figured, she's like, you know what? It's going to be way cheaper if we just all go so that the rest of us, I guess. And I was going into grade 10. So she just, and the older ones were like university. So couldn't just move so so yeah so we uh packed up she kind of talked about us about a little bit didn't really have a choice but i mean what kind of choice are you gonna have i was 16 years old i was like sure whatever um of course like, i was like I'm, what about dad like and he kind of just kinda came visited back and forth nothing too crazy and then yeah we moved to prince edward island and yeah it was definitely the hardest year i'm not sure if off my life but it was like the hardest year because a you're missing everyone like culture shock, huge. I, I personally, my siblings were different, but I personally couldn't like 
could barely speak English. Like I didn't know the language that well. Like I thought I did, but I did not. So it was hard to communicate and it was tough. First year in high school, very, very tough, but here I am, I got through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it sounds difficult. You, 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 you know, you moved to a different country. It sounds like you, you know, you were separated from some of your family that had yeah. been very important to you. Um, yeah, like what, what was the, what was the feeling as you were heading over there? Were you dreading it? Were you excited? To be completely honest with you, I don't really remember my feelings. Like I, I'm a very like open person for like different experiences, changes. I like change. I, I'm like that kind of person. So I wasn't overall upset. Like I, a couple of my siblings were like, no, what the heck, mom? Like, and they were younger than me, right? So I was the oldest one. So no, my attitude was probably one of the better ones. Like I was just like, sure, let's let's do it. Like, I was excited. But of course, when once everything hits and like you're on the plane and you get here and there's nothing, you're like, what is like, you really wonder what life is going to be like. And oh my gosh, I guess it was the right decision, decision kind of thing. But, and then when we first moved here, I didn't, like, we didn't know we were going to be here forever. Like we, it was only going to be a year. So it was like a little comforting, right? Just a year. It's okay. We'll learn, blah, blah, blah. But then the whole citizenship, residency, the rules change yearly and whatever. So here we are nine years later (laughs) (laughs) so what was what was the first day of like uh going to a canadian school well my sister and i were attached to the hip um we did not leave each other's side of course we we took different courses and whatever but so that's the thing in high school you get the choice to take different courses different levels of math different levels of science all these things in mexico you don't so that was um but yeah, we didn't leave each other's side, and then we just like we went each other to each other to like our own classes, and we're like, okay, we're meeting here for lunch. Like, so we were like best friends for the first few months, and then we started growing relationships, friendships, you know. So, but yeah, it was the first day. I honestly don't remember it that well, but it was definitely the hardest because couldn't understand a thing. Yeah, tough, tough, tough day, tough day. How like how long was it that you were sort of uh, having difficulty with the language barrier? Like, well, I mean, it's been nine years, and still today, I mean, there's obviously no language barrier anymore. I hope, I hope so, but there's still like times that I like whether I'll read something or I'll hear a story, and I still I'm, today I'm still I still don't know what every single word that you say means like and it's not like they're just words that I've never heard obviously right because like I haven't learned them but overall I get the whole concept but I I learn every day like we all do like I'm still every day I'm still learning whether it's a word whether it's a slang whatever it may be but um but yeah it took it took me a while so like the first the first few months I only me I had to go to extracurricular classes like English classes because I was doing so poorly in school because I couldn't understand anything so yeah do you, do you think it's it's kind of similar like I know that when I have a conversation with somebody uh and like if i have trouble hearing what they're saying and i like miss some words especially if i'm talking to somebody like on the phone and i like i don't catch all the words they're saying then you kind of just have to like guess what they said and like then you're like afraid that you're wrong that is that how it feels oh it's it's happened but um 
But yeah, so sometimes you nod, but then or like people do it to me all the time because I they do have a strong accent, right? Which is never going to way going away. And sometimes I talk to people and they're like, yeah, but then I'm like, it was a question. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, what was that? I'm like, oh goodness. Like, <laughs> just ask again. Don't freaking fake it. <laughs> but I do it all the time, so I'm not blaming. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that must be that must be hard, like uh, to have like every interaction. Like you have to work just a little bit sometimes. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't want to bring Big Brother up, but that's that's one of the biggest challenges I had, right? Because I didn't really know the game and like the language barrier. Like it, it was it was a lot for me. Yeah, well, like, yeah, the game like Big Brother, you don't know anyone and you have to, like, form bonds with them. And even if there's just, like, a little bit of a language barrier there, that's going to be a huge hindrance to yeah. uh, being able to make people feel comfortable with you. If if, if they're asking you a question, you nod, then they're, that, they're not going to feel connected to you yeah. in that moment. Yeah, the, the, it, it wasn't, like, yes, language barrier, but, um, like, my vocabulary wasn't as big as it is now that um yeah like there, there was no like my, my words were very simple i don't know watching back it's just like ugh, very cringy no yeah i told, I told, I told funny i told kevin i've talked game to him way more this season <laughs> than we ever talked season three which is so funny uh, yeah anyway <laughs> um so, uh, so, so you you went to Canada. You were only supposed to be there for a year. You're learning the language. You're dealing with all that. You're experiencing this new culture. Uh, when when did you find out that like, oh, this might actually be longer than a year? So maybe halfway through. I'm not really sure. I, I I'm not exactly sure when. But um, yeah, I'm almost like the the, the residency rules changed. So she was like, okay. Where it might just stick around for tears. I was like, sweet. And it's funny because I was 16, so I was able to get my license here right away, but I didn't because we only thought we were going to be here for a year. So I was like, there's no point. And then that dragged to two. And then, so I only got my license three years ago when I was 19 years old because, it, you know, I wasn't sure what the heck the plan was. So living on the edge was pretty hard because there was no plan. Yeah. So, so were, was it like that the whole, like every year it was like, oh, maybe one more year? Yeah. <laughs> Up until we got the residency, which was four years ago. So three years for Big Brother. So four years ago, I believe. Um, yeah, it was literally that. So since we got resident, a residency, then I was like, this is it. I can get a job. I'm staying here. Cool. Because you so, can't uh, work before that either, right? Oh, wow. Is the rest of your family still back in Mexico? Like, so they're all over the place. Four of my siblings are in Mexico. Only Two out of ten are married. Don't ask. Um, and so there's two of my sisters who are in Canada, living. I mean, in Canada, in Halifax, living with my mom. One of my brothers currently just moved to um Mex back to Mexico, and with my dad and like the rest. My brother Santiago, he's in Newfoundland, no Winnipeg, I believe. He's um a pilot. My brother, he just works in um, Montreal, and then here I am in Calgary. So, what, what do you like? What is the main reason why, uh, like, your parents decided they wanted to do, do like, do this, like, get some of you well, to Canada? Because and of all my, that. because of my mom's. This is my my understanding, but I could be very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because of my, maybe there's something they're not telling me. Because of my mom's job. 
that was the first, like the first, like the main reason. And then, um, and then they were like, I guess doing long distance, that would come back and forth, we'd go there, whatever. And then recently, last Christmas, two Christmases ago, they um, made an official divorce. So that's that. <laughs> I see. So you're you're now in Canada. You're in. You're how, like uh, by the end of high school. Did you feel like fully acclimated? Were you were you feeling okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the end of high school, I was pretty. After after I think a year in, I was like, perfect. I can do this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so what, when did you start to uh, like? What was the idea to uh, go on Big Brother? Like, where where did that come from? Okay, so it's a funny story. I'm going to try to make it really short. Um, so I believe Kevin's going to laugh at me, but I think everything happens for a reason, obviously to an extent. But um, so I didn't have my license, obviously, and I actually failed it twice. I got a third time. So I didn't, like the third time, I just didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't want to fail again. I was just so disappointed that I just wanted to drive, whatever. I did have my license in Mexico, which is kind of funny that I kept failing here. <laughs> I guess in Mexico, everyone's crazy. Everyone drives like crazy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so um, I was just looking through social media at school in PEI because I went to college in PEI and home is Halifax, right? So looking there, I knew that auditions were in Halifax happening. And But before, sorry, before this, mom was like, just book a road test, just book it and get it over with. Like, sure. Booked it October 23rd, I remember this. Was looking through social media, auditions were happening. I really wanted to meet um, Jillian. Like, I was a huge fan of Jillian. So this is my chance to meet her. And then I happened to be in Halifax that weekend because of my road test. I wouldn't have gone to Halifax if they had me for my road test. Anyway, so I get, I am there. I get to my friend because I didn't have my license and it was the exact same day. So we had to be, we had to go super early to make the road test. Drive there first thing in the morning, eight in the morning. My friend, my friend Killeen hated my guts for making me drive for making her drive me there. We get there, it's pouring rain when we get there. So, and they're, Emma and Jillian are not there yet. So we're like, what the hell? Might as well audition while we wait because we have to go inside anyway. So we did. And yeah, it was it was literally just like a, that kind of shot. Like it was a lock shot for me. And yeah. Yeah, we just went there. And then five minutes later, I got the call. <laughs> Uh, so did you start watching with Big Brother Canada 1? Is that when you started? That was what your yeah, introduction actually, to Big Brother? I, 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 I debated to um, watch the first season because I was like, I watched the States, like the US one. But again, okay. I could like my English was very, very bad. So I couldn't really understand a whole lot. But yes, I watched every season. Very casual. Never watched Life Eats until last year. Like I didn't know Life was worth a thing. So what what got you into the U.S. Like what what was your introduction to Big Brother? Um, I believe it was my friend Gracie, one of my best friends. I met her in high school, my grade grade ten. I believe she got me into it, but I I'm not really. I could be right or wrong. So you just you just found it uh, through somebody in high school. Yeah, just a live yeah. show, I guess. And then yes, a super casual fan. There you go. Change changed your life. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you end up just like auditioning, uh, and then uh, you feel like pretty quickly you ended up uh, thinking like, oh, this might I might actually get on here. Yeah, well, like I 
I went to, a, I was a camp council before I went on Big Brother, like the, the summer before, and I loved it. It was like the best summers, of the, one of the best summers of my life. And I was going to go, I was recruited to go back the year after. So I was like ready to go, ready for camp. And then this Big Brother happened. So I'm like, when they got farther and like the calls and everything, I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually really happening. Because at first I was like, ha this is going to be whatever, you know, jokingly, nothing crazy. But then when... It got really, really, really sunken. I was like, oh my goodness. So I had to email camp and say, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. And I was, it was a hard decision because I really liked camp and I didn't really know what the heck Big Brother was. So yeah, and um, luckily it happened. Were you, were you apprehensive about like going on TV and you know, like all that? Um, I was like excited. I wasn't. I wasn't nervous, which I really should have been. Like even sequestered, like I was not nervous at all. I think it hit me the minute we walked into the house, maybe. Like it's so surreal to me. But um yeah, I don't I, I don't even know what was going on in my mind. Like I don't I thought I think I looked at it as a fun thing. Like, oh, this is so fun kind of thing. Like I never got ready like that. You can't get ready for it, but I never like started training or studying or like never in a million years crossed my mind to go watch the show and study it. Nothing. I should have, yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Me, meanwhile, Kevin over there, uh, memorizing competition, <laughs> studying every day. Hey, it paid off. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, so, uh, when you got into the house and you were like looking at everyone, like what, what was your expectation of like, uh, what, what, what did you think? Oh, man. So first impressions are really important, obviously. Weird at the same time, because no one is the, no one is like you expect from the very first night. Um, I honestly don't know. It's all a little bit of, a little blank. But it, it like as soon as I stepped foot in there, I didn't. Well, we didn't have anything, any of our belongings right. for the first week. So and that was in the block. So to be completely honest with you. I was okay leaving because I was like, is this going to be, is this big brother? I was like, I don't want to be here. This is brutal. Like, we can't eat. We can't sleep. Like I was not having a good time. So the first week I was like almost okay to go home. But then as soon, as soon as we got all our longings, food, I was like, hell no, I don't want to leave. <laughs> to be honest with you, Darren, like you witnessed, everyone saw. I was honestly just having fun until I got to a certain point. When it got to a certain point, I was like, okay, I guess like, like we need to compete. We need to fight. We need to talk game. You know, I would have died the season because I would never talk game. And everyone was like, she's not talking game. I don't trust her. Let's hand her home. Like, I forgot. I forgot that you were on the, and then Canada voted yeah. Risha over you. Yeah. So, so as soon as we heard that, I was like, no, because I knew I had their votes with the house. But then as soon as Canada was voting, I was like, shoot this might and that actually like i was very nervous i did not want to leave luckily i didn't yeah i uh don't don't tell risha but i i remember uh campaigning to keep you oh thank you i won't I, it was like one of my first podcasts i was like oh, i really like Peely should stay yeah that's amazing <laughs> oh, that's um, funny. thank you you're welcome yeah well it's especially since that was what was supposed to happen anyway yeah. I don't want twist to interrupt the natural flow no no um, no 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 yeah 
so uh, when did you? Uh, obviously, you you met Kevin uh, during that season. Uh, yes. When when did you start to feel like there might be something there? Well, we became really good friends. I think day six. So like the day of eviction, like I really, I really think that's when we became. And it's it's actually kind of cool because we we were actually like best friends in the house and we were we got along so well and then just developed feelings eventually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me, but he's over there. <laughs> I remember, uh, like I remember, because that was also the first season I was like tweeting about the show and everything because oh, yeah. it was my first podcasting season and. Um, I was always coming up with like, like trying to like figure out like what can I tweet about this show I've never tweeted before, <laughs> and I remember watching you and Kevin like uh, like flirting with each other on the couches in the living room like yeah. oh these guys are adorable I bet they'd make a great couple. Uh, I, you know what I probably have that tweet uh, if I like way you back. Find it that would be amazing. <laughs> Three years um, later. Yeah, look at that. Uh, and you didn't—you didn't even know that he was a poker player at the time. You—he uh, was saying he was. I did. Right? I only—I only found that out until when we got to jury, and even then, when he told me, I still wasn't completely sure what poker. Like, I never really understood what poker was. So when he told me, of course, it was a big deal to him because he was hiding it from me, and I was like, "What is that? What do you do? Like, what do you mean? Explain." So like, but like, as far as you knew, like he was just like unemployed. Uh, yeah. That was what he was saying, right? I think like poke uh, radio unemployed. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because I, I remember people being like, "There's no way this guy is unemployed." Uh, it's something along those lines. They 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 always thought Kevin was lying about something or other. Um, uh, honestly, I didn't even think much of it. See, when things happen in the house. Everyone's like, oh, this happened or this is sketchy. I never, like, things come one way and then just, like, if I don't, if they don't, like, if they're not important, I'm I'm too blind to notice things like that. Mm-hmm. Even, like, when Greg lied about his um, job and career and age, do you think I care? Like, there are things that I'm like, okay, sure. Like, there, people dug into stuff like that. I couldn't care less. And that, that, that was a huge, like, I think it affected my game big time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've talked to me about how, like, you really wish you had known more going into Big Brother Canada yeah. 3 because, uh, especially after you watched all, you were glued to the feeds in Big Brother Canada 5, like, you know a lot more about the game now. And that's very obvious just, like, talking to you. Like, uh, you, you could be a live feed correspondent. Uh, ah. you're, you're so on top of things. Um, do, you, do you, like, uh, like tell, tell me more about that. Like, like have that, do you, like, having that feeling and that, like, oh, I wish I had known more. Oh, man, I was just so freaking unaware like i'm so aware of the whole game now to be i'm never i know i'm never going back like i'm not even hoping because i'm i know what's not happening because how poorly i played i kind of know that kim tells me you were great i'm like you know you love me so that's why you're telling me this but i know i know i was a terrible player and that's okay i can own up to it like i didn't know anything about the game i was so unaware of everything happening around me um I like to I like competitions and I wasn't the best at it, but I liked them and everything. But the social part, like I was friends with everyone, but I wasn't talking game to anyone. Yeah, I honestly really, really, if I could do some one thing differently, I would have actually studied and like made sure I knew what I was doing because, yeah, I was just so unaware and 
right now I think like watching live feeds, I think back and I'm like, oh my gosh, how stupid did I look on the live feeds? Just flirting and no wonder people thought I thought I was on the bachelor or something like that. Like it was it was awful. Yeah. Uh it was it was bad. But that's okay. I learned and you know what? I grew it was a cool experience regardless of the results and like regardless of how I played. Um, I know it was a really good experience. Obviously, I met Kev and I made great relationships and I don't regret any of it. I just wish I had done it differently yeah. because now I actually know the game, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, I could have been so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so tell me about like when you got out of the house, what was, what was your experience like, you know, not only, uh, you've got, you've met these new people, but you've also, now you have like a, a bunch of fans that are, you know, interested well, in talking to you. You're obviously like a mini celebrity for only a couple months. It was actually, it's actually fun. It's really cool. It's very overwhelming, obviously. Um, trying to like talk to people or talk to your family about anything except for the, sh- the, the game is it's tough like my family and my friends were like you're different like you need to like like you're still living that dream like need to stop everything i would talk about was big brother and like i'm sure they were like sick of it like i couldn't i didn't want to go back to school because i was just like too not even high on the on in the game but i was just my brain just wasn't there. I just, I was obsessed with Big Brother people. Like, I just wanted to be with them. Like, they were my comfort. And it was, it was actually really, really hard. Obviously, harder for others. Like, Kevin, like, people who went there to win. Like, they want, like, that's what they wanted more than anything. Obviously, it was tougher. Like, I honestly want, like, went there to have fun, to have like, an experience. The money would have been so nice, duh. But, I went there for the experience, so it was easier for me to like ease back into life. But it still was very, very, very tough. I went to I went to Europe not long ago after, and with my sisters, and I don't remember a whole lot because my brain was just so into Big Brother still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very tough, but it took it took a few months, that's for sure. Yeah, well, uh, that's something that uh, that Jordan talked to me about when I when I uh, talked to Jordan, yeah. like uh, how you come out of the house and it's 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 very much like a sort of thing where it's like, well, nobody else really understands yeah. other than the people that were here, and uh, like that, I, I can see that kind of being isolating. Yeah, and like even talking to Grace, my best friend, she came to finale, and that like I loved that. I loved having her like someone like that I actually knew there. I did like that. However, I was just so into the big brother mindset. Like I didn't pay attention to her and I felt bad. And she was like, I think she was a little angry because she, because I, I had nothing for her at the time. And like, she's like, she's changed. She doesn't talk to me. She doesn't like, I don't know how. And I get that now. Like even, it is even Kevin after his like last year, like we went, we went, we went to Cancun. Right. And he would like zone out a few times. Like he wasn't there. And I get that. Cause I lived that, but people out, people from the outside, my friends, like they couldn't understand like, and they're comforting, but they aren't because they don't know what I'm going through or what I was going through. And that's really tough. My family too. Yeah. One day I go back from the whole Toronto, like this three years, two years ago, I think. Go back from the whole festivities finale thing. I sat at the table and I was like, 
holy smokes, I'm so done with this brother. Like I am so over it. And everyone was like, thank God, like about time. It took you long to realize. It, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it sounds like a lot. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so obviously you and, uh, you and Kevin end up, uh, continuing to see each other after, <laughs> after the season. Uh, did you, did you feel like, like the, like this, this is something that could last at the time or were, was it just like exploring? I, mean, I wasn't really thinking a whole lot about the future at the time we were younger we were just having fun. I knew it was just like a fun thing in the house. We developed a lot of feelings, like very strong feelings, but I didn't really think much of it. Um, but of course, like I just wanted to be in Calgary. I just wanted to be with him. Like that's like, he was like my comfort right after the house. So I just wanted, I came to Calgary like almost all summer. I just wanted to be around him, but I wasn't thinking a whole lot of it. Like our lives were very different. And like, I still had to finish school. Like things didn't really add up like things didn't make much sense for us not for us being together but like our lives were very very different at the time so i don't know we kind of just played it by ear and now we're here <laughs> yeah um yeah so i mean like uh obviously it uh kevin ends up ends up going back into the big brother house yes. big brother canada five uh t- tell me about what that was like because that must have been very difficult uh, to uh, to have to watch all season long. You froze, but I got, I, I got your point, but you froze. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay, well, as soon as he gets, he gets a call, it was funny because before he before Robin calls him, the whole week I was, like, teasing him, like, oh, if this is All-Stars, like, has Robin called you yet? Like, I was kind of teasing him because I knew if it was an All-Stars, he was going back. Like, that was no... Like, that was no surprise for anyone. And yeah, like, he, soon enough, he calls me. He's like, yeah, she called me. I'm like, you have to do it. Like, you don't even hesitate. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, so he went, yeah, it was, it was very, very crazy, overwhelming, everything that you can feel that all at once. I was excited, nervous, everything. But I was excited and, like, obviously encouraging to, like, go back. I don't know. Every, the feelings were just very everything at once. I felt it was very yeah. exciting, though. Exciting, but I was like nervous because what it was going to be like. Our relationship was kind of rocky at that point. You know, it was weird. Very weird. Yeah. It's, uh, are you are you comfortable like getting into to like detail about yeah, like uh, the the rockiness? Let's do it. <laughs> well, like we'll tell. Like what was what was that about? Like what? Well, like. We weren't like dating, but we were still talking every day. So like technically we don't really consider a, a breakup because we were very like, we were still very attached and yeah, he goes back. So I'm like, I was obviously scared of him getting into a showman because I was like, A, it's a national TV. I knew I was going to get a lot of comments. I just knew like I was prepared mm-hmm. for that. And yeah, like it was, it was, a, it was a hard season to watch. I did not. I didn't dislike it. I did not like, I know Kevin and I knew what he was going to be like. And I knew since this was his second shot, he was going to do absolutely anything to get to the end. Like I just knew that. And so even his relationship with William, like I, I, I understood that I respected that I know him. So like, I had no doubt of like, whatever, 
the hardest thing was with social media. Like the, I was taking a lot of bullets, a lot, and everything was very negative. So that was really, really hard. And like, even for my own friends, like from high school, everyone was asking me questions and I'm like, just stop. Like I ignored like so many messages. And so that was, yeah, that was like the hardest that I had to deal with. Um, I, I liked William. Like I, I like I liked the relationship. And to be honest with you, his relationship set, saved his game. Yeah. He wouldn't have used the video if it was in for so like I knew I know the game. I know I know he was playing the game and I know he wanted to so you know, people were like, Oh, why are I'm like, Well, that relationship helped his game, so I can't complain. So no, I liked I liked him and I liked the relationship and whatever they had going on. You know what? They were having fun. It's it's, a, it's there's a lot of pressure in the house, so sometimes it's nice to like have a curl man or whatever. I I got that. I was not upset about that. I was just very. It was hard to watch. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. it, even like on the episodes, like it was obviously there were showmans and that was obviously tough to watch. Like don't like that was very hard. But um, social media was very like that was. Oh man never again yeah uh yeah i mean they like they were they were bad to kevin in general like yeah. let alone uh, so, so, so yeah. yeah so watching him getting like bullet is not the right word but getting how much he was like hated by the house guests too and everything at the end no not a fun season and if he told me that he was going back i would honestly put my foot and i'd be like fuck that sorry my sister like <laughs> I would never tell him to not do anything. I would never in the world do that, but I would not be okay with him going back. It's just, just no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we, we'd have to, we'd have to form a support, uh, support group for you. Yes. Oh, please, I would have to go to a psychologist, I think. Yeah. Um, so was, was that part of the like decision-making with Kevin? Like he wanted to in, like intentionally go into the season, um, you know, f- feeling open enough to employ that kind of strategy. What do you mean? For season five? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like he wanted to make, like he, like he wanted to make sure that he was, you know, technically single, like heading into the uh, house. I think of course that was like a huge part. Like he, we both knew he was single going in the house. Like it was very clear but he like it was like I'm not gonna get in a showman's like I like he he had a lot of respect for me playing that game. Mm-hmm. He never got into a showman's like the world situation was a different situation. It wasn't easy to watch, but um, but I I'm I don't know if this is really weird, but I I rather a guy showman's than a girl showman's. Yeah, way better. Yeah. Um. So no, I I, I was okay that the fact that it was a, a boy and not a girl, but um. Yeah, I think that was like a huge part. Like, okay, we're single, we're fine. Like, you're my best friend. That's it. Like, I will support you as a friend, kind of thing. Like, there's no romantic involved. There, there's no romance involved in that. So, it was easier that way. But, uh, I love the outcome of the season, duh. But I hated watching it. Yeah. Well, it was. It's interesting. Like, from my perspective, uh, kind kind of weird that I know this much since I watched him <laughs> on the feeds. But like, uh, like watching him on Big Brother Canada three, and you know, he goes into the season talking about like, I don't, I don't believe in monogamous relationships. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in commitment. Uh, and then he like totally falls for you. Like over the course of the season, um, and then he comes back in season five, and even though he's technically single, like 
I felt like uh, like he was. I mean, from my perspective, yeah. I don't want to speak for Kevin. I felt like he was like very much in love with you, even when he was on that season. Yeah, I, um, I, I and I knew that, and like the, yeah. I obviously watched live feeds and like the way he would talk about me and stuff like that. Oh, I got that. I, I, I really knew that William was just like, yes, they they genuinely care about each other. Obviously, they're great friends, but it was most it, their main. His Kevin's main. I don't want to speak for, on his behalf either, but for what I know slash understood, it was just to get further in the game. And he did. If it hadn't been for his relationship with William, he wouldn't have won. Yeah. So like he would have maybe gone home against Bruno. Who knows? But so, you know, and I knew that and I, I know him more than anyone. So that's why even like some of the comments, I would like just stop. Like I know what he's doing. Just stop kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like stop. People were too fat, too fast, to, like too hard and too fast to judge. Mm-hmm. And I was able to take a step back, take it, take it in and understand, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and the, like the way he would talk about you on the feeds, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, there was a fondness. There. And your uh, your HOH video, I, I don't know if you did more oh, than yes. one, but I remember, I remember the one that I, I just—it was so sweet, it was so amazing. Uh, oh, you guys I'm excited to send that one. It was really—I was—I was nervous. Yeah, because I also hadn't talked to him in like three months, right? So like, I didn't mm-hmm. know where he stood, anything. I still loved him, but I didn't know where. So it was a little. The first time I saw him after two, I was like, ah, should I stay with you? Should I come see you? Like I I was some, I was always going to finale. I was going to support him no matter what. But like seeing him and like I was like, I don't know where you stand. But then it, we fell right back into it. Yeah, well, well tell me tell me about that. So like Kevin comes out, uh like how how do things rekindle? So well I was obviously super, super excited to see him. I was nervous to like like, should I stay in your hotel room? Like, I was nervous on that side because I don't know what the, what the relationship with William was. I don't know what our where our relationship stood. I knew my feelings for him were still there. Like, obviously, like, and I still loved him as a friend. Like, so I knew I wanted to be there for him. And like, I did. But I wasn't sure where he stood at the time. So I was nervous. I was like, ah. but then everything just like, the first time I saw him, it wasn't awkward. Like I thought I was nervous and I didn't know where things were going to be at. But man, like it was just like we saw each other yesterday. Like and that's how that's how cool and close our relationship and friendship is, right? Because there was no awkwardness at all. Like it was just like I was happy to have my best friend back. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is, we're normal. We're still where we 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 left at like good. Like it was a huge relief for me. Yeah. Huge, yeah. And uh, did you didn't you guys go on like a, a big trip afterward? Yeah, right? we went to Mexico, and that was honestly terrible. He was still not there yet, like he was still mm-hmm. very. But it was the best vacation I've ever gotten in. Like it was amazing. It was so. It was just perfect. We got to yeah. catch up. It was just amazing. Just like to de- decompress from the whole Huge. experience. Yeah, talked about everything. It was just. It was just really nice to reconnect. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you end up uh, coming back together uh, you, and you started living together at some point. How did that happen? So we were still friends and whatever, friends, but I don't know. <laughs> Without labeling, we, still, we were still in love. And then he came to the East Coast and as a friend and we just had fun and whatever. And then, yeah, we just, we just knew we, like, 
why why were we trying to break something up that wasn't meant to be broken kind of thing mm -hmm. so like you know what we're obviously clearly still in love big brother like it, it opened both of our eyes i think just being away away from each other not being able to talk for three months it was hard and kind of we realized that we just re really were in love and like we could make it work so that happened in the end of the end of the summer in September. I moved back. I packed up and came back. This go. is for good now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that that brings us to now. Like, what what have you been up to? I know you've uh, no, you, you're, you're working. You're doing some fitness stuff. I'm doing fitness. Working on my certification. Hopefully get certified in October and just start training people. And I'm also serving um, local five to two. I love it. It's great money. And yeah, hot yoga, gym, work, hang out with Kev Kev. Kev is killing it. He's really, really killing it. We're going to finale this coming up. So life is good. We're very happy. Yeah. So, uh, when, what, like, what got you into fitness? Have you always been into like really? I've fitness? always been very athletic, and I, I grew up playing a lot of sports, and kind of like the like guy was always into the active lifestyle. And I think last year, actually, when he was in the house, I was just my life was like life eats and work. Mm -hmm. So when like other than that, I would, I, I didn't really party as much because I was just so invested in the life eats and stuff. So I just worked out a lot. I think last year was. Last year, last summer, I started just really lifting, and here I am. I'm just obsessed—not obsessed, but I really enjoy it. Yeah. So, you're, so you're big into like, uh, like, like lifting weights and just lifting, just building my body. You know, mm -hmm. trying to get better, trying to accomplish more. Yeah. So you uh, you want to like get into like training, right? Yes, I love to train people. Yes. Yes, uh, we uh, when we met in Reno, you talked to my trainer, who is also Jamie Staples' trainer. I did. Yes, that was yeah, that was that was really cool to like get other people's aspects. Of yeah, so uh, I'm actually uh, the Mike is going to be my next interview. So what is it, uh, Mike, oh, Mike, the trainer, Mike? Yeah. What's his last name? The Vacanti. Vacanti. Oh, yes. cool! That was a hi. All right, I will. Um, uh, yeah, that'll that'll be a, a good a good one to listen to for an aspiring trainer. Yeah, absolutely, fitness one for sure. I'll tune in. So, uh, so that's like what? Like, is that like the plan? Like, what's the plan for the future? Well, what, what are you looking at? So yeah, I would love like my goal. I mean, this is I'm talking about a couple years from now, but my goal would be obviously I need to grow social media and work towards that, but um. My goal would be to be sponsored by like any fitness company. That would be like getting paid for that, like to wear their um, gear and merchandise and stuff. Like that would be just unreal. There's a lot of work to do, but yes, that trained people. I still like to serve on the side, but um, yeah, fitness is definitely my number one priority right now. Very cool. Uh, what's it like uh, doing the serving? Is uh, you enjoy it's, it? It's I do. It's a different day every day. Like you get different people, different conversations. I honestly really, really like it. I I love going to work. Yeah, and it's great money. Of yeah. course, it's hit or miss sometimes, but overall, it's really good. Well, I can't be serving forever. I'm gonna. I'm turning twenty six. I gotta. 
<laughs> I just I, I didn't even realize we're like we're basically the same age. Um, How old are you? I ju- I just turned twenty six. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah nice. So you, you see people on TV, you're like, uh, well, they must be older than me, right? Like that yeah. must be. <laughs> I know, seriously, that's very true. <laughs> Um, okay, awesome. So, uh, uh, I, I, I went back through my tweets. Um, Did you find it? I found, I found one, uh, or I found a couple actually. I, I tweeted multiple times about you and, and Kevin flirting. Uh, back in I, the day? Yeah, yeah. Oh. The Mar- March 27th, 2005. <laughs> lots of flirting happening between Kevin and Pilar. Ah. <laughs> Zach and Willow, Zach and Willow talking serious game on one couch while we hear Kevin and Peely, uh, giggling and flirting on the other. That's all I did. <laughs> you watch too much game from me. There was another uh, tweet actually that I find very funny in hindsight. Um, I quoted Kevin saying, uh, "If you're in a spot where you need to win a competition, you've done something wrong." He says, "That's funny. It's, very it's funny. so funny to like read them all." Yeah. Uh, well, because I, I mean, I think that's interesting because at the time I was like, this, I said, this is my guy. He knows what's up. Yeah. Uh, but I actually, I almost, I feel it's like it's different. And I think Kevin proved that, that it's different. Like that, that's not true of Big Brother Canada because uh, like the reason that was the case was that in Big Brother US, the competitions are often very random. It's almost impossible to win out. But Kevin proved to everyone that on Big Brother Canada, you can Ooh. win out. And yeah, that's yeah. crazy. He did. He really freaking proved us wrong. And I'm glad he did. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Right. Good times. Yes. All right. Well, it's been so great talking to you, Peely. Oh, Thank you for uh, for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, I, I hope uh, I hope I get to see you next time in uh, in Reno or somewhere. Yes, that would be awesome. Are you going this uh, October? I, I would like to, for sure. Um, yeah. We'll see what Rob is doing. That's uh, fair. But... Uh, I'll I'll try to make it out regardless. I have a lot of fun in Reno. It was fun. All right. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow then. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me again. Yes. Uh, all right. See you later. Kevin says hi. <laughs> Streaming's been fun. I just got my uh, my sub button. Oh really? I got a sub. <laughs> well, you don't have to, but uh... I should. Tom was lurking his Twitch stream the other day. I was playing. He was lurking your Twitch stream the other day. Oh. Kevin was. I uh, I'm very new to it, Kevin. Don't, he's don't judge very, me too he's very new to it. He, he can hear you now. I'm ve- I'm just I'm very new. I, I, Kevin's like the expert, so I, I feel uh, I feel very uh, uh, insecure about Kevin watching my stream. <laughs> You're also a great star. You insecure, dude? You put out more content than anyone. You do this every day. Yeah, I, I do my best. Um, it's been fun though. I really enjoy it. I would come say hi on camera, but I am naked right now, and this is not that kind of show. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hello to the disembodied naked voice of, of Kevin Martin. Uh, you, got, you guys are the best. I love you guys. Uh, we love you. We love you. We thank you for all these great podcasts that keep us busy every morning. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. And there you go. That was my good pal, Peely. Uh, and, uh, you know, also, uh, Kevin was around. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, I, you know, interesting to hear the backstory of Peely coming from Mexico. Uh, also, you know, man, what a weird experience, um, to, to f- meet somebody on Big Brother and then 
start dating them and then you know then they're single going into the next time that they go on big brother and there's a bunch of fans and you're watching and you're rooting for like uh like uh, peely uh peely's amazing um and uh i hope you guys enjoyed hearing from her uh the, her and kevin are like the cutest uh people alive so um Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, uh, The Taryn Show, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can uh, rate it there, leave a review, whatever you want to do. Um, and uh, I, I apologize that this one's slightly late. I was in Boston last week, and um, it, uh, the scheduling kind of uh, got uh, it was put in an unfortunate situation. Um, so we're uh, about a day late on this one. But, uh, you know, we're, 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 Taryn Show, it will always be here at some point. Um, um, and uh, as I mentioned with with Peely, uh, I will be speaking with um, the trainer Mike Vacanti next week. Uh, he is, in fact, my trainer, um, and uh, he also was the trainer of um, Kevin's friend that he li- used to live with, uh, Jamie Staples, and uh, he just did the ultimate sweat. That he was weighing over a hundred, over three hundred pounds, and uh, managed to. Uh, get to the same weight as his brother who weighed about 130 after just one year um and that was the bet for $150,000 these poker players are crazy um and Mike was the the trainer that helped them uh do that um and it's actually kind of a funny story because uh I didn't know that uh Mike had that connection um but uh Mike has a lot of interesting stories to tell so very excited to talk to Mike for next week's podcast he also was Gary V's trainer um and uh it'll be fun uh we'll we'll talk about all kinds of fun things so uh make sure you tune in next week as well um thank you again so much for joining me i've also been twitch streaming uh as i I briefly talked about with peely or maybe i cut that part out i've been uh i've been uh, streaming on twitch i've been playing some video games some god of war we streamed us watching the triple eviction the other night um and it would be fun to do more of that like uh just hang out and watch the show together um as well as the you know the secret hitler games and all that uh the the twitch is fun it's fun stuff and um uh you know we we may be moving some more podcasts over there uh for the live shows in the future so if you're interested check out uh Taryn Armstrong on Twitch and of course check out Kevin on Twitch and uh keep uh keep looking out for Peely when she starts training people cuz who would not want to have Peely as their trainer uh I can't think of anybody who would not want that so uh thank you guys again for joining me I will see you next time Taryn's asking questions Taryn's finding out Taryn's looking deeper That's what it's all about It's the Taryn's show So you